What's going on, everybody? Part Woo! of my American podcast. Greg, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Dave? What's up, ladies? Phew. Gentlemen. Technical difficulties, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we're a little, little late. Goddamn. So, anyways, uh, we're going to make this quick, man, because we are running a little, little later than normal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got to start off by doing our norm, which would be please get on. Like, follow, share, Instagram, YouTube, any of the above. We're on all over the place here. Spotify, right? Yep. So the more that you do that, the more that we get seen, the better we are. There we yes, go. Yes, please. Do so, it. And, and like it and share us, everybody. Dude, the so, shares. Uh, yeah, keep the shares up. Yep, you guys are kidding. Anyways, so we have a little bit to talk about. I know you so, have anyway. some stuff that you wanted to talk about, right? Yes, I do. Um, and apologies for the poor connection here. We got some little uh, technical difficulties continuing, but we're going to work our way through it. Oh uh, but so, so check this out, everybody. The House of Cards is crumbling around the deep state. So look at what's going on this week. You had just now, I mean, the Roger Stone case is being reviewed, right? So they came out with this BS charge and they wanted to make him be in prison for nine years. And this is, mind you, the, the Mueller investigation, right? The fraudulent so, Mueller investigation. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's proven now that two out of the four FISAs are illegitimate. Or illegitimate. They're just like illegal, uh, obtained by the FISA court. The, the other two are still kind of under investigation. Those two are probably going to be thrown out too. But anyway, four of the prosecutors going against Roger Stone quit yep um and so we can go more into that but it sounds like uh it was set up or or whatnot um michael flynn looks like he's going to be set free so um there's a lot of that (laughs) well there's actually like there's it's not just Uh, it's not just that man it's um people are really upset because they say that Trump interfered with the Roger Stone situation. Well, because- hold on a second, because I, I got more. Dude, okay. Before we get, before we get into that Roger Stone thing, sorry, I got interrupted by my daughter just came out. But Jesse Jesse Smollett, juicy, Smollier. juicy, yeah. Dude he gets nailed with six indictments for his hate crime hoax. Uh, you have the Bidens are still continuing to be investigated. Uh, Rudy, you right. He's he's going after him in the Ukraine gate and all that stuff. Joe Biden didn't even register on the Richter scale in Iowa nor New Hampshire. I mean, he's freaking out. He's going to what South Carolina ahead of the the vote. Yeah. And um, speaking of New Hampshire, Trump had the largest ever recorded incumbent voting. So, I mean, as far as like an incumbent president goes, yep. I mean, the largest one was Clinton back in 1996. 67? 
No, 76,000. 76,000. And right. Trump had 120,000, dude. And that was with 87% reporting. So imagine when this all comes out, he's probably going to have like 130,000 votes, dude. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, Ward, I believe, was his name Ward that was running against Trump? Oh, Walsh. Walsh. Yeah, he dropped out, he dropped out right? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it wasn't Walsh. It was a different name. Ward? It was somebody else. It was not. I don't think it was Walsh, but it doesn't matter. The point is, is that guy got 11% of the vote. And you know when he oh. drops out that they're probably going to go back to Trump because they're certainly not going to go for Bernie or Buttigieg, right? So that's just yeah. another 11%. The only thing I'll say is this. like, There's people talking about that. And it's we're, we're kind of jumping into a whole bunch of shit right now real quick. But as far as New Hampshire goes, the one thing that people are saying is, well, if you take the moderates numbers which is which is biden that gal Gobachar, go i don't even know how to say her name dude Globachar, Globachar, and Buttigieg, and you mm-hmm. put all their numbers together they actually have more votes than trump yes that is true however trump is not going against anybody so yeah. none of trump's base is going out like it's actually rather oh i just switched cams on me here it's actually rather shocking. Dude, we got... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. Uh, it's, either, it's rather shocking that he got that many people to come out when he's really not even in a race. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. need very many votes just to get moved forward. He's It's just basically Trump. And they're like, well, I mean, 120, but still, I mean, if you add up all... No, no, no. These people are fighting for their lives. These are the maximum votes coming out to get these people elected... And Trump is just having, he's like walking people in like it's no fucking big deal, dude. It's like a, it's like a fucking rally. Did you see that MSNBC reporter at, at New Hampshire? No, uh, maybe it's not. I don't like she, she was like, oh, we got a, rep- we, we got a voter over here, sir, sir, you voted. And she pulled him in. No, I didn't see that. Oh, and she's like, who did you vote for? Cause this was at the democratic, you know, primary and mm-hmm. they're they voting. And then he's like. I voted for Donald James Trump. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, oh, what? She's like, what are you, Trump, huh? And he's like, yeah. She's like, you didn't want to vote for Bernie or any? He's like, no. Bernie would destroy this country. (laughs) I don't don't agree with anything he says. You know, he's blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, it it just is like a complete disaster for her. You could tell it. It was... Dude. It was one of those you couldn't plan it any better. That's kind of like that uh, that older woman. Did you see her like last week or be, I think it was the end of last week? The old woman that that the uh, reporter interviewed and they're like, "What do you what do you think of Donald Trump?" and and she's like, "Well, I think uh, they should yeah. put a cape around his neck and a big old S on his chest because he's Superman. Nobody yeah. takes more than Donald Trump does." Hey, the truth is, man. Listen. All three of those guys got reelected. Obama, Bush, and Clinton. All three of them did. And all three's incumbent numbers were 40 to 70,000. Trump doubled yeah. that in a non-contested primary. I mean, I'm going to call it non-contested, right? Because he really is not going against anybody. But that's the that's what even makes it greater is that he got that many people out for something that shouldn't have been that exciting. Uh, I mean, quite honestly, it shouldn't have been exciting at all. So it looks good. And Biden looks bad. Biden looks real bad. 
And so does Warren. Yeah. Warren did not perform well at all, man. No. Yeah. Um, so the Joe Biden thing, he's going back to race, racism. Yeah. And he's he's trying to make it all about racism. And did you see his new ad or did you hear it? The new no, ad? No, I have not. No. So this ad is, it's very kind of just like in your face. Like the music is over the top. It's very like just triumphant. Does it feel like violins? Does it feel like somebody is sniffing your hair? Like it's that into you? Yeah, or like caressing my leg hair. One of the two. I don't remember. That's a perfect fit for him. Perfect fit. But so like he, uh, it's it's about him going after Buttigieg though in this ad. Okay. And he's like, uh, it's this woman talking, and it's just like. You know, Joe Biden has done so much for this country. He did this with Barack Obama. He did this. Meanwhile, Buttigieg and the music changes and is talking about all the little petty things that Pete Buttigieg did. But it's two different scales. I mean, you have the vice president going against, uh, you know, things that a mayor does. I mean, this this guy, I mean, listen, his downfall is that he has very little experience. He's very young and he's got very little experience. His perk is that he's not a real politician, so there's that. But he's also well, so, he's really like he's like gray matter. He's just he doesn't do much or say much. He's not that exciting, you know. I, I don't know, man. That's but not it was fair just comparison. kind of petty. Yeah, exactly. It was petty to go after like the things that you could do as a mayor. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, you're vice president. It's like you can't really, you know what I mean? It's like you're barking down the wrong tree. You shouldn't be doing that. And um, at the end of this ad, he kind of went after, well, and Pete Buttigieg, he fired the black fire marshal. He was black. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God. Like, It's really? always about that. It's always yeah. about that with them, man. It's, it's crazy to me that it's, they just can't stay away from the race card, man. No. Uh, well, no. here's the thing about um, Buttigieg. I have to give him props. He's doing way better than I think anybody thought, right? Even us included. Yeah. And I think that really is a testament to how bad the Democrats are really doing right now, because people are willing to go to a guy who's got nothing new to say, who plays it safe on everything, who's, you know, who's young, which is a positive, because I guess the rest of the crews, you know, they're in their 60s, 70s and 80s almost, you know. So there's that. But I mean, once again, when push comes to shove, man, Bernie Sanders supporters are not going to support Buttigieg and, and vice versa, you know. No matter how you cut it, the party's split, and I have a feeling they're going to start attacking each other even more. If, if Biden doesn't even drop out, I have a feeling that if he doesn't do well in North or is it South Carolina or North Carolina, South. So if he doesn't do well in South Carolina, it's going to be real hard for him to keep going forward. I mean, he's he's hemorrhaging money. He's not look. I mean, pla- placing fifth, man, over and over is not a good look. Okay, we had yeah. An- uh, Andrew Yang. He dropped out. You know, which you know that we all saw that coming. But good for him. He had a good run. But Elizabeth Warren plays fourth, man. And and you're talking about two people that were contenders, supposed contenders, man. And they're they're they look horrible. I mean, Globachov, whatever, Globachov, Globachov. I, I don't even know how to say it, dude. Globachov. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Whatever. Dude. Who cares? She. Well, I'll call her G. So G. It's she, K. Oh, is it K? Yeah. Globachov. Yes. Jesus Christ. Okay. It's okay. I'm going to call her the round girl. She <laughs> placed third. She placed third. So Buttigieg won. 
or I'm sorry, he was close. I mean, it was close. It was like, what, 24, 25% him and Bernie. But him and that and round girl, she is, I mean, they're right there, man. So the last, the last big figure standing is Bernie. And in his own state, if I'm not mistaken, right, he barely squeaked a victory. That's crazy to me, dude. Well, so we have other things going on. Um, okay, yeah. So there's cuts to the National Security Council. So the, the swamp is being drained. Yeah. And did you see that all these cuts are happening? And so essentially the National Security Council was inflated under Obama up to like 240 um, individuals. Well, they were bringing people sure. over from other departments and having them fill in and just end up staying. So that was kind of weird. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, you saw it over the weekend. You had the Vindman brothers. Yep. Get cut. You had Ambassador Sondland. He's gone. And then um, the, the O'Brien, whoever O'Brien is, he said that he's going to be decreasing the staffers from 175 down to 110 by the end of February. So that sounds like cutting some government right there, man. <clears throat> yeah, it's good stuff. See, the thing is, is... um. This is another thing that you're hearing a lot of screeching from the Democrats is about him him just going through and purging all these people. But, um, you know, it, like Obama did the same thing. The only difference is Obama did this in the very beginning, like right when he came into office, he just purged out all of Bush's people. And for some reason, good or bad, Trump kept him on for all these years, three years. So maybe he was trying to... Uh, Maybe he he was trying to like show some solidarity by keeping some people and saying, "Hey, we can work together." Doesn't really matter. Um, I think he was. I think he was trying to set him up, dude. I think he was using him. Uh, Q even dropped. He's like, "Hey, we we got what we needed. Time to clean the house, dude." Oh, okay. He, I, so I think that they they needed these people on to further because remember how we kind of talked about. When you have security clearances, you yeah. can track these people a lot more and they're they're more willing to open up and share stuff. You can you have more. They have access. You have access. It's yeah. kind of, you know what I mean? I think it's easier for them to monitor them within. Well, so I think it's a smart move. Yeah, but um, and I agree. I just I think uh, people need to step back and understand that the president has every right to do this. I mean, this isn't some out of the ordinary thing like Trump has the right. And they're always going to paint him in a bad picture, you know, but so just because somebody doesn't like you, you can't fire them. I mean, that's what the liberals are trying to say right now is like, well, they have a beef with him and he's firing him. So that's technically like, you know, he's silencing his critic. No, these are people in his his administration that he has every right to get rid of, you know. Yeah, I I actually enjoy it quite thoroughly. I mean, I wish I could see Vinman actually get walked out with his brother sobbing. <laughs> you know, I, I heard he was really into his job. He was probably very upset, but, you know, whatever. That guy sucked. No, I saw a picture. He was getting walked down the steps, and yeah. he was <laughs> – the picture was like, <laughs> yeah, like just what the hell just happened? Dumbfounded. Dude? Well, don't fucking – hey, you know what? You cross paths with Trump, and especially on something that is not true. That's what you get, man. I'm sorry, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, I want to jump over to Roger Stone real quick. Yes. Because this was yep. some uh, this was some news that kind of – Kind of came out, and um, there's a lot of talk about this is the going to be this the the precursor to the new impeachment, impeachment 2.0, as CNN and MSNBC uh, kindly called it in some of their articles. 
But what 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 they're talking about is um, so basically, like you said earlier, Roger Stone was getting uh, charged with up to nine years for lying to the Senate or Congress and for supposedly threatening a witness. Uh, it's rather funny, although he shouldn't have done it. But he's like, you're dead, man. If you <laughs> if you talk, you're dead. That's Damn. not good. That's not good. But yeah. there's an argument to be had because, um, as you also mentioned, Greg, this whole like this whole investigation was fraudulent from the beginning. It was for nothing. Um, the Fizes were crap, and so the argument is: is do you reward? Where do you set the Where do you set the line in the sand? Because now, if you say that this is okay, now granted, he did do some things wrong. So where the question is, is even though the investigation was an investigation based off of lies, they did find things on him. Should he go to jail for that or should he be acquitted of it because this whole thing was a sham to begin with? What you don't want to see happen is the government or people in the government be able to make a lie, open an investigation, say on you, Greg, for example, they could just lie and say, we need to have an investigation. Okay, let's break it down. Actually, wait, I got a better one. Let's break it down. What that is no different than saying, I call the cops and I say, Greg is threatening to kill everybody in Longview, right? They open an investigation and find out that you have some misdemeanor and you go to prison. Well, like that would be them going into your house and checking all your guns and checking all your stuff based off a of big lie. Like we can't set that precedent, right? I well, should be going to jail for lying. But going a step further, it would be like me knowing that it was a big lie, trying to defend myself, talking with, let's say, my wife or my other friend and saying like, hey, don't fall into this because they're going to go after you, too. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to come and kill you, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then they end up going to the the prosecutors and then basically stabbing me in the back. And mm-hmm. and so it's 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 the same situation. You're you know that this big lie is happening yep but you can't prove it yet i don't know if roger stone can prove it maybe he can maybe uh well they, they have to go the off of the fisa they have to go off yeah. of fisa the fisa like you said two of the four or whatever it was two, yes. of the, two are false and so the whole premise of this entire investigation with with Mueller was false and then with flynn how they absolutely set flynn up to fail they rigged it for him to fail. You kind of mm-hmm. have to go, then what do they do to Stone? And whether you like Stone or you don't like Stone doesn't matter. And whether he did do some stuff that was rather fishy doesn't matter if the whole thing was a big fraud. So the two sides of it is, is Trump is either deciding everybody that's involved with this, I'm going to pardon and we're going to move on because this whole thing's a sham and I, they're my friends, or... He's saying, no, this thing is, this is a sham and I'm rewarding them because I, you know, they shouldn't have gone through this whole process anyways. Right. So either way, Trump has the right to pardon anybody. He, but this is when, when they're saying that Trump put out a tweet, basically saying that this nine year thing was, was an overkill for lack of better words. He was saying that this is too much. People were having a cow because they thought Trump swayed this whole thing. When the DOJ came out and said that they already had made this decision, that this was too harsh of a penalty, they were going to ask the judge to 
diminish this a lot, if not completely, because nine years is too harsh for what was what was happening. Then Trump comes out and says this stuff. Then they blame Trump for swaying it, which he supposedly never did from both parties said that he did not. But why would he why would he sway it knowing that if he did get nine years, he could literally pardon him that fast? It doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, why go behind people's backs and sway this when he can all he has to say is, hey, if he gets nine years, I'm pardoning him the next morning. You know what I'm saying? So w- what would be the point? What would be the point of him doing that? So, yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of getting a little uh, interference here. Poor connection on my end. But oh, um, sorry. So what I what I think is going on, though, is it, it all goes back to the FISA, like you just said. And I think what we're going to see soon is that the FISA's, the reports themselves are going to get released. We're going to have Flynn go free. We're going to it's going to be a domino effect. You're going to see Flynn go free. You're going to see Roger Stone kind of go free as well. Everything is going to be connected to these falsified, illegitimate investigations. And even Manafort. I mean, a lot of the stuff that that guy got arrested for, he did some shady shit in the past. And so who knows? But I'm just saying, I don't think part or I don't think Trump's going to pardon anybody. I think he's saying all this stuff to get out in the news because he's the master of illumination, right? He he puts a spotlight on things and the media eat it up. Dude, I agree with you 100 percent. I my but what I was my only argument was is why would he go? Why would he do this? Why would he try to rig this thing to help Stone? knowing that he already has the power to pardon Stone. It just doesn't make any sense to make backdoor deals to get Stone's sentence reduced, which well, is why what I was saying, that the, the Democrats are actually wanting to use this for an <clears throat> impeachment because he's, they're saying that he is interfering with a federal criminal getting him off the hook, which well, we all know it, is not true. It looks bad when you pardon somebody. So Roger Stone was kind of on Trump's side. Doesn't so matter. I'm just saying it, it optics matter. You know what I'm saying? No, I, so I, I have to look when at you're trying to run for president again. And when you're trying to run for president, like just like you were saying, uh, get out of this impeachment thing, dude. Like this isn't the, the trial of Hunter Biden. Get out of it. Okay. Focus focus on winning again. And then my argument, if, I know. Okay. But my argument to you, Greg, would be whose optics? Okay. He's not Trump. like, no, I'm, what I'm saying is, is like for who? Because the, the Republicans who support him already are not going to hate the move. The, the Demo- moderates. The moderates aren't going to hate the move. Because here's the thing moderates, I'm, I'm convinced that moderates are still intelligent. I'm convinced that moderates on the left and the middle and the right, those independents are intelligent people who are pretty well adapt to modern news and keeping up with things and not being judgmental. They all are well aware that every president pardons hundreds, if not even a thousand people. And it doesn't matter if it's his closest buddy, it's his right. And not only is it his right to do so, to pardon him, but everybody knows that this investigation was a sham, including yeah. the independents. 
So if all he has to say is if there's any questions to say, this whole thing was a rigged sham. He does not deserve to be to go down as a felon for it. And nor mm-hmm. does Flynn. I just don't see the only people well, that are going to be pissed off is the Democrats and they're going to be pissed no matter what. But I think that there's an order of operations. And I think that declassifying the FISA is step one. People that gets the document out there, right? That gets everybody that gets the proof that they need the physical proof that this was a, a freaking joke. Yeah. Once it's out there, you'll get the verification. Be like, oh, well, no wonder why he's going to go. No wonder why Flynn is going to get off. No wonder why he's going to go pardon Roger Stone because there's nothing there. I get you. I mean, so what would anyway. you what would you say as far as I mean? They were saying earlier, actually, this last weekend that as soon as Monday or Tuesday we could see arrests of Struck and others. Yes. It's oh, not. Yeah. It hasn't happened. And there's. I mean, obviously, you got your people on Instagram and and YouTube and everybody else, every other social media saying. You know, the same old thing, which is this is getting old. You guys are not just us, but people are talking about this. It doesn't happen. We continue to yeah. wait. It doesn't happen. Is it going to happen? <laughs> so what I'm saying, what I'm seeing happening is um, so there's attack. There was an attack on eight Coon, the, the site that Q posts on. Right. And it was like a very extensive attack. It was like state level. They knew what hardware system he was using. They knew the location of these, um, the servers and the drivers and, and basically base everything in and out. It sounded like it was a bigger than bigger attack than they'd ever, ever experienced. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but you have, um, X 22. He was saying that his website usually gets around 1700 or so attacks a day. It went all the way up to like 9,000 every single day over the weekend and it's continuing and then you have um all of this QAnon stuff coming out there's attacks on q there's articles coming out against how, how q is like this cult mm-hmm. and how like president trump is now being accused of being a cult leader um then he actually said something in a meeting there's this video going around on twitter saying or a reporter asked him do you know who Anonymous is? And he goes, I don't want to talk about that, but you surprised. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, there's you, a you, lot you of You completely this. cut out when you said that. Basically, he said, do you know who Anonymous is? Trump said, well, yeah, I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, I will say you'd be very surprised. So be very surprised, it was the yes. first time um, that anybody's asked Trump, which is shocking. But Trump didn't even dodge that one, man. Like but, he, he made it out to be, he knew exactly who it was. But so Q posted that, that clip to eight coon. And a lot of people are asking, well, did, did Q post this as like bait? Is this like a, a, a bait session for the media to start asking over and over again? Cause if you're asking who anonymous is, then eventually you're going to ask who QAnon is. Yeah. Right. And so I, I don't know. And it, it's weird because Q's also said that you're going to see attacks happening mm-hmm. more and more on the movement Q, and you're going to see more attacks happening on Trump and everything around him because, dude, the deep state's getting desperate, dude. They really are. Joe Biden's done. I mean, they don't have anybody. Well, I mean, as of right now, Bernie Sanders is still um, 
the front runner, they say. Um, but Buttigieg is surging, and you know that the deep state wants Buttigieg more than they want Biden. Or I'm sorry, more than they want Bernie. So you're going to see some fishy games happening here in the next couple of weeks, man. Um, mm. You know, I don't know if you remember the 2016 Las Vegas caucus for the Democrats, but that shit got fucking ridiculously rowdy. <laughs> and I have a feeling that um, it's only a matter of time before we see the Bernie supporters who we all know now through um, Project Veritas that they're they're ready to uh, burn cities down. You know what I'm saying? Um, if they start noticing that this shit's fishy, yeah, um, all hell's gonna break loose, man. Yeah, I, it's gonna be fascinating to see what happens. And so before we get off here, because I know we're gonna end it here in like one minute. Uh, I just got a tweet that said Vietnam quarantines a commune of 10,000 people from the core or the coronavirus. So they what? Ten, they quarantined 10,000 people because they have the core or the coronavirus. Sorry, I keep on like fucking that up. Viet- yeah. Vietnam. Yeah. Strange. So it's all these fucking like third world countries, man. I, you yeah. know. I don't know, man. I don't know what I still don't know what I think about it, dude. I, I still think it's fishy as fuck. I do um, too. But I have a feeling, uh, you know, they showed pictures and videos of uh, China going through and spraying this uh, bleach, basically. Light. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a light bleach, but everybody's saying that this is not going to do anything. Like that doesn't. It's a show. It's a show of force and control, but it doesn't do anything. So. I just have a feeling that they're they're not equipped. I don't think that country is equipped to deal with something like this. And and I, I do have a feeling a lot of people more. It was already a lot, but a lot of people are going to die from this. I just don't think it's going to be real civilized countries, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see a lot of Vietnam and Korea's and China. You know, the I just I don't know, man. Maybe I'm dumb. I just don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know either. It's it's something to keep an eye on, though. It's it's fascinating to me. I don't know. Yeah. All right, man. Well, yeah, it's been real. Uh, sorry about the connection, everybody. Probably glitchy eh, as hell. It's okay. It's better to have it than not. That's my opinion. So we're still, we're still trying this out. So yeah. Um. So as far as uh, our next podcast, we're going to be doing a live Instagram podcast on Friday night, with or without Greg. Hopefully with. And um, we've come to mm-hmm. like that quite a bit because we get to talk to some cool followers. So that will be Friday night. That will be probably around seven, eight o'clock. We'll post about it. I'm thinking seven or eight. Well, we, well, I'm sure we'll post something about it so we get kind of some uh, some you know excitement, if you will, about it. Oh boy! But uh, it's gonna be a fun week, man. Yep. And All right, uh, everybody, keep on keeping on. You know. <laughs> All right, Dave. All right, buddy. Hey, where we go on? We go all. All right. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Follow, like, and share, baby. Peace. It's just awfully good that Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Right. My American. American.